Often imitated, never duplicated. The one and only B. Scott. You're listening to the B. Scott Show. Get ready, love muffins. <laughs> you make me happy. This you can be. Yeah, I never know when to stop it. Go ahead, Beyonce. Do it, be do it. She can do it. Do it, baby. Do it, baby. Juke it, baby. Juke it. Yeah, wasn't that one of our songs? Something, something, something. <laughs> like every bounce song that exists. <laughs> We're back. We're back. We are back at this podcast like we never left. And we didn't. And, you know, Love Muffins, they be trying to get us right together. <laughs> If we are like a week in a day, they're like, where's the podcast? I start getting the Judge Judy gifs. <laughs> With the time. Yes. <laughs> People, they said they want us to. I guess, I mean, most podcasts, they do get released on the same time every week. Yeah. We're just not those type of people. <laughs> It's a lot of moving parts that go into play to doing this podcast. There really are. It's a lot of different moments and things. And sometimes we do it in the studio. Sometimes we do it from Denver's um, house. So it's just, you know, and then all type of other life Mm -hmm. happening in between. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of things are going on. Right. I mean, a lot of things. It's just, it's like... That's the I've just been doing so much adulting for sure. And I, I don't want to be an adult anymore. It does kind of suck, right? It big <laughs> balls. It's really not that fun. It sucks the biggest balls ever. Like I want to go back to being like high school, and like all I was thinking about was just like what I'm gonna eat for lunch. Hello. This is too much. It's like it's way too much. It's just. <laughs> I'm like I gotta go do this and this and this and that today. Oh God. Mm. Then I got to do a podcast too, <laughs> <laughs> right? And you know, some people like most people who do podcasts, it's like mm. their full time job, you right? Know, it's what they do. They are podcast hosts, mm-hmm. but that's not the case here. Yeah, I do a thousand things, thousand and one, thousand. You know, it's just I mean, but that I mean, it's a part of why I think the podcast is a success and everything else that we do is success. It all kind of like plays into each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of a success, um, the Beyonce Netflix homecoming special was amazing. It was incredible. Amazing. Um, I loved everything about it. Mm-hmm. It was just well done. 
it was just from start to finish, everything in between. Um, and then it also had this just very inspirational, um, motivational, positive, um, black um, vibe that I loved. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it's, it's reminding people that you don't leave the culture behind when you reach your highest moment. And, you're, you know, she's at the height of her career. Right now, arguably. Yeah, she's yeah. at the height of her career, and this is when she's the blackest she's ever been. And I love it. Me too. And we got to see glimpses of the babies. We did, the little nuggets. They are so cute. And I, the part, I started, I got emotional. And the part when she's like, my babies! <laughs> when she was walking up and they were bringing them to her. Mm-hmm. And then um, Sir was like putting his face in her face. Now, what does somebody say that they look like Beyonce featuring Jay-Z? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even, like, I just... I, I just it was good I do they're like a really good mix of the both of them mm-hmm. and just like the it's so and when she said something about like if my country ass can do it mm. you can too and it's just nice to see a person that is such you know a huge icon can also be humble mm-hmm. and I also believe that just like you know God has been working on me God has been working on Beyonce oh for sure and I really feel that in her there's something that has changed in regards to um, her being so relatable now. Mm-hmm. Like, she's so relatable. She's so... I feel like there's a truth that is permeating through her and now through her expression that um, really is drawing people in. Mm, I agree, 100%. Like, I'm I'm more of a fan now than I've ever been. Same. Um, and then which is... You know, equally as pervasive when, you know, she does, you know, release a new project or music mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm just that much more committed to it. Like, I stayed up and watched it. You did, and that's surprising. It's surprising, because, you know, I For go you. night-night. Right. I go right on the bed, and I stayed up and watched the whole thing to 3 a.m. Mm. Then I got sick with the flu. You did. <laughs> you did do that. The flu almost took me out. Let me tell you. Yeah, you were just off the grid for, like, two days. I was gone. Yeah. I, it, it, at one point, I was so freaking weak. I was like, I can't even go to the doctor. Like, if I wanted to go to the hospital, they would have to send the ambulance. That's how weak I was. Like, there, I was like, there's no moving. Like, I was just exhausted and laid out like a dead possum. I'm telling you, it was that flight from New York. I think it got you good. You think it got me? Yeah, you're in the you're in the plane with all those nasty people and the germs just circulate in that air. Ugh. It yeah. probably was. Mm-hmm. And thank God that I had the flu shot. From from what I understand now is that it's two waves of the flu. Oh, shit. So the first wave is what initially We're happens. It's going to die. <laughs> it's the first wave. It's going to die. It's all going to die. The first wave is the first part um, of the season, which is like the December, January, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there's a second wave that starts to happen, like, you know, March, April, you know, May-ish. Oh, God. And that's the more severe um, strain. I read today that the measles are in L.A. now. Yes, oh because the people don't want to get them damn shots. But getting back to the flu, the second strand is the the brutal one. Oh. And But thank God I got the flu shot because it did kind of like, instead of me Hold having it, it for like bit. 10 to 12 days like some people have, mm-hmm. I cannot imagine having the fucking flu for 10 to 12 days. But imagine how snatched you'd be coming out of it, though. I don't think I would make it. I would have probably died. <laughs> Like no seriously, I'm not even exaggerating. Like <laughs> I thought about it. Like this, I like this is a close cousin to death. Ooh, 
Like this must how it means like it's like you all like a little bit more, you know, if I didn't have a good immune system or, you know, reasonably young, mm. I could see how it could take people out. Mm. If you already like not you older, know younger, older or your immune system is you compromised, know compromised. Yeah. Oh child. Eek. It it got me together. I was like, if this monkey don't get off my back, mm. honey, but God saw fit <laughs> that my body started rebounding. I said, Thank you, Jesus. And it also puts in perspective too, not to be like over dramatic, but when you do have an illness, it does put in perspective what's important. Oh, absolutely. So all the other things that I was worrying about and no, like nothing matters right now. Right. Before my body went to zero <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what it was. I didn't even remember what it was. I was like, I did not care what it was, what was happening, you know, before that. And, you know, so the flu happened. I am back, you know, and not a hundred percent. My body's still a little wobbly. A little little like. A little here and there. My body's still like, girl, if you don't go sit your ass down. (laughs) Can't do too much. Can't do too much. Don't do too much. Don't do, don't do it. Um, so that was my, you know, last week experience. And so that's why there has been a little bit of a delay when it comes to the podcast as well. Um, because I was, you know, dealing with that. Mm. And what else has been going on? Nothing. Been holding it down, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I nothing really new to report on my end. Nothing going on. Nothing Other than you doing like a photographer. Oh, I'm a photographer now. I'm a photographer now. Can add that, that has happened. <laughs> we'll add it to my list of, of many things I can do. Right. Um, which has been fun. It's been cool. Learning about cameras and lighting and pictures and whatnot. You're always doing something. That's why I, like, I have now just like, I've given up. <laughs> I was just like, it's, you know, it's like it nothing surprises me. I'm like, what you doing today, Denver? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, well, I'm flying a plane. Next day, I'm taking pictures. Yeah. Next day, I'm you doing know, double know, dutch crochet. Hey, yeah, hey, I'm just doing it. Listen, like I decided to make like you Kenzo know, need socks. <laughs> I believe it. Like nothing surprises me. Like this is just crazy. And speaking of not being surprised. Oh, the whole Wendy situation. It keeps getting... Well, the last time we did the podcast, it hadn't come out that she's divorcing him. No, it had. Remember, we had our exclusive on air that how she did it with the box and the gift Oh, flow. okay. We did talk and about that. that was, yeah. Okay. So yeah. she's divorcing him. Yeah. And she's also fired him. Yes. We didn't talk about it last show, but this show, she we were talking about how she he's been fired from the show um, and has been locked off of set and cannot come anywhere near her. She's trying to keep him away from her. And um, and a part of me is kind of like, I don't know, like, I'm torn as to, is she doing this because it had become such a public um, situation that in order for her to even have any hope of keeping her show, some somebody, it had, something had to be shown as an acknowledgement of the situation. Right. And that... She can't like. I mean, it's like you can't be the person spilling the tea. Meanwhile, your husband's out um, having a baby and had a baby with his mistress. Yeah, I mean, I definitely believe that producers, you know, were like, "Hey, so now that everybody knows this is happening, you either need to make moves or the show's not." That that's that's something. my that's my personal opinion. Yeah, because I don't. I find it very odd that now, after twenty two years, yeah. you know, a baby, an alleged second baby, mm-hmm. now you want to make this public split all of a sudden, right? When two weeks ago you were, you know, he's my husband and everything's fine in the Hunter household. Like that's yeah. a that's a very 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 big 
jump. Very big flip. Yeah. And I think that is probably because of that. This is a way to also get the public back behind her. Oh, for sure. Because the public was not behind her when it came to the fact that, like, you, Wendy Williams spends her time um, spilling everybody else's business. Mm -hmm. And, And oftentimes, maliciously. Right. And then, you know, then you don't want to talk about anything regarding, that's how she lost you know, face with people. Mm. And so I believe that it could be, it could very well be that this is just, she's cutting them off and she wants them out of her life and all that. But I think it's also fueled by the fact that the public was not with it mm. at all. And, you know, and, but she also is weird because it seems like she forgets, you know, certain things like the interview she did today with Van Jones. It's like, how dare you bring up his divorce Right, and the fact that he is still wearing his ring <laughs> when you are divorcing someone, and she was still wearing her ring, right? And he had the right to say he said to her, he's like, so you know, we're gonna talk about divorces. I can talk, you know, let's talk. I can talk about your hand, right? Hit that little flower ring on today, yeah. But like, mm. it's just it's one of those things. Like you have to be like, this is the time for all of us. And especially if you reach a certain age where you just keep it real. Mm-hmm. That's why Howard Stern's laid into her ass. He was like, you are such a hypocrite. How dare you speak my name and try to throw me some type of shade when you're not being truthful with your situation? Yeah, I was happy to see that Charlemagne reached out and I guess DJ Booth reached out in there trying to mend their relationship. That made me happy. Yeah, I like to hear that, that did too. did make me happy. Um, and I also think that, you know, they all played... Um, integral parts in each other's careers Mm -hmm. and stories and so it is nice to kind of make those things whole yeah and yeah if there's no it's no real beef i believe kevin probably was the one that was involved with that all falling apart Mm -hmm. and so therefore now that he's being removed for whatever reason he's being removed finally um they can come back like I would, I would like to. I would love to see Wendy Williams, I me, mean Charlamagne, come by the show, and oh, too. and talk to her and kind of talk it out and have a good old moment and those things because, um, you know, he I liked him when he was on the show with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Wendy is Wendy getting her life back. It yeah. seems. <laughs> I hope, you know, for her sake, she still sent that letter, and I'm still not letting that go. But you know, I wish her well. Then over the weekend, too, um, Kanye was at Coachella, <laughs> um, looking like the people of the tethered. Oh, what am I going to do with him? They're like, they're so tethered. I just... They look like us people. The way that people were running around and like, it's just like, it's just it's so, it just is, because now it's getting like, it's feeling kind of like cultish. A little bit. It's feeling kind of a little bit like cultish, and it's still feeding into his ego mm-hmm. because he's like, "What can I do now?" He's like, I'm "Okay, start a church." So like, I'm you know, I done jumped on you know the Trump bandwagon and and said MAGA's great, you know, make this country great again, and you know, red hats and slavery's a choice, and then all the stuff, and then now he's like, "I'm just gonna go religious," and as if that's gonna make people just forget. All the other shit that he did, right? You know what I mean? Like it's because you are having some like spiritual awakening. Yeah, you and, then you and have... I'm never going to fault anybody for having a spiritual awakening, but I do think it's incredibly odd. Yeah, it's not odd. It I means it's not odd when it comes to it. Just it fits Kanye because it's all about him, really. Yeah, 
He's the Thank one. God complex. He's the one that everybody's following around. You, you, like as he moves, they move as if he's Jesus. <laughs> that's when he already called like himself like Jesus. 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 Yeah. So it's like that's what you're doing, and you're not Jesus. No. Nowhere near Jesus, and you don't have the people like that anymore. So it is. It just it's awful, bizarre. And, you know, all the circles and stuff that they're doing is very like David Koresh. <laughs> it really is. It's really yeah. David Koresh. And he got all them kids running around and North is being grown. She need to go sit down somewhere. <laughs> there was one time I saw her and she had on red lipstick and, you know, she was looking real grown. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who child you are, you a child does not need to be having on a full face of makeup. And even if they're playing, don't be playing around in heels in public like that. She insisted on getting that. Um, well, I insisted on tapping that ass. Like, <laughs> we want some butt pops? Take them shoes off. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, that was a whole lot. Um, I saw Tiana perform, too, mm-hmm. up there. So it's just interesting to see that too, because she adulates from popping off on them to showing up and performing. Well, she didn't with pop them. off on them publicly. Did yeah, she? yeah. She said she was unhappy. unhappy. Remember, remember yeah. she was saying she was unhappy with the rollout of the album and the production and how things were cut, and which how is still weird sounded. to me. Because girl, you wrote those songs, yeah, and you believe in those songs. But she was talking about production, yeah, like because Kanye went through and cut out major pieces of right. things, and you know, did his little like flight, you uh, know, little lasers beatbox. and shit. <laughs> And, but then you have she crying because Elton John's like, oh, I love the album, and I love. She's like, oh my god, Elton John, thank you, it means so much. Well, girl, either you like the album or you didn't. She's undulating. <laughs> I think people, you know, but it's just that's a separate issue from them looking like the tethered. Oh, for sure, running around. I mean, I like the purple joints; they're gonna yeah. fly. And then he was selling them. It's like you know, what I'm saying it's like you got the like you. <sighs> this like you know, it's, it, of course it's gonna go back to selling something. Mm. Church clothes. Now you're telling you, and it's called church clothes. You know, like it's just you're taking it. It's <laughs> Which just, I thought was hilarious, by the way. It, yeah, it's hilarious, but it's all about Kanye. Oh, for sure, it's ridiculous. You're making that's why it was a big backlash with people because you're making a mockery of church. You know, and I, I know that, that Jesus said, and we're somewhere in the Bible that said, "Come as you are," but I don't think he meant that. I mean, there's some people that was dressed very like this Coachella. is this is no very club club, club cella. cella like Ho- a club Ho-cella. 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 no cella like no clothes like you need this no well you know. the Lord didn't say come but naked I mean I mean he was naked what you mean and twerk well and then and then it's just then it's like all the secular music <laughs> that's just secular. They didn't even know saving grace to it. It's like some of it is like a they little remix. They did some gospel. They did some, but it's a whole lot of like yeah. you can't be. See, you can't. Actually, be, I didn't even watch the whole thing. I just saw the clips. One part that I saw was talking about like you can't be performing Gold Digger at a church service. But is it church? That's the thing. That that's where the line is blurred. It's like Coachella. You, if you were selling church clothes, but they weren't like. Church I know, clothes. but that's what you know is that what everyone knows he's doing. Yeah. He's making a mockery of it, and that's the problem. Yeah, I didn't say that. that's definitely a problem. The fact that to we some. can, the, th- the fact that we can laugh and joke about it is a problem. It is a problem. Of all people, Kanye coming to something like that, and when he already calls himself Jesus, and all these fools are running around behind him like he's fucking David Koresh. <laughs> I can't. All I can say is I'm just not surprised. I was waiting for the FBI to come in and like shut it down. Just yeah, I'd like, rather see purple shirts than red hats today. So I I would I would rather see neither because okay. it's just it still for me represents the same like dysfunction. 
Like it makes me think like you know you need somebody's not getting you the help that you need. You need really Jesus. You need to go to like a real church <laughs> and and talk and talk to Jesus. Talk to the minister. Have people lay hands and pray for you mm. instead of like all this whole cello stuff you got going on. <laughs> um, what else is going on in the world that we need to talk about? <laughs> um, well. Well, you know, it's so funny because I think even in our little brief week long hiatus, mm-hmm. not much has happened. Well, that's it, another thing. Like that's the one topics thing, are so you know, one thing that cyclical. won't that won't happen is Jesse just won't go away. The whole Jesse story, I know, it just won't. And die. I know people are tired of us talking about it, but like I don't, I'm saying, but I'm I'm tired of it too. Like no, seriously, I would just want the whole situation and him to go away. It needs to like he needs to take a long break and. You know, go to church just like Kanye needs to go. They need to go to the same church <laughs> of whatever and get it together because well, it's so many updates in the story since the last time we did the the podcast. So last time, uh, the city sued him. Yeah, for one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Correct. Um, he was recorded on a phone call telling a friend that he got off. Yep. That you know, please believe me, I did not do this. Mm-hmm. And then the charges were dropped. The charges I got were off. dropped. I got off. His words. And let me say this: and who who on earth says I got off in any context? It, that even if that is the case, an innocent person does not say that. that I want true. people to understand that if I was accused of something I did not do, there is no getting off. Getting off is something that a guilty person do does. I would have said I was acquitted. I was done. You know what I mean? Or it's just this was this was never the case. Like it's not getting off. I don't get off some shit that I never did. No. You get what not I'm saying? Not at all. Not at all. There's nothing about how Jesse has behaved, what he has said, the Good Morning uh, America interview, any of the following statements from him or his attorneys that make it in any way remotely seem like he was innocent. And, and and depending upon what people choose to see is depending upon what they bring to the table. Right. And we have to ask ourselves, do we support people just because they're black and gay? And no matter what they do. And I'm not saying have compassion for his something. There is something mental going on. There's some type of delusion going on. Maybe drugs going on. Something is going on to get him to do that. But for me, I need some type of accountability. He needs to take accountability for the lies that he told and his attorneys well so now his attorneys are being sued by the two brothers because they're saying that the attorneys lied on them to defend jesse and they're pissed yeah they're like you can't say that we were in my face or you can't say that we did this to him or you can't say that we had sex with him when that's not the case and they use the word fornicated fornicated so i guess jesse had jesse's attorneys had gone on record saying that one of the brothers and jesse hooked up Mm -hmm. fornicated Mm -hmm. and so that was their motivation for whooping his ass when they're like we didn't whoop his ass jesse's at the whole thing up right so now we're going to sue the attorneys for even trying to put that narrative out there knowing that they know that that's not true correct and that must mean that they know they they know that's 100 percent not true so between the lawsuit from the city that jesse's facing and the lawsuit from the brothers there's a lot of information that's still to come out. And, and I know that Jesse's, you know, camp is saying there's more information. There's more mm-hmm. information. Oh, there's, there's a lot of information. information that's going to come out. It's going to come out. And it's not going to be favorable, favorable to Jesse. And as well as his brother did an opt ed for BET. After all this time, random, out of nowhere, his eldest brother did an opt ed. And the title of the piece is like, what if Jesse's telling the truth? I mean, what if he is? But he's not. 
I mean, the only thing I took away from that was that Jesse, I guess, signed June's diary to his label. To his his label. Throw the whole thing away. <laughs> I, I, I want to throw the to whole Jesse situation away, and including Empire. Empire needs to be canceled, and Jesse can go with it. Mm. Well, they they had Lee today saying that um, he's my they son. Don't, they don't know if it's, if he's coming back. Who? Jesse. Jesse's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the conversation I mean, he, happening he, right now. He was he was count, he was cut from um, a Broadway play where he had one of the lead roles mm-hmm. um, because and and if a Broadway play and the powers that be behind that show on Broadway decided to cut him and they are the most liberal mm-hmm. people on the planet. Broadway people are liberals, fuck, and they did the math and they're like, we don't want him associated with what we're doing. I don't see how Fox Empire. 20th Century Fox and now Disney owns all of them how they can do a different type of math and have this person on the show mm. like there's no right now regardless of where you are on the spectrum with Jesse you don't I, nobody wants to see him not right he now. needs a cooling off period and he needs there is under no circumstances and this is tr- true I'm saying this right now there's no circumstances will I ever you know be you know, welcoming welcoming him or the situation or whatever the case may be without some accountability. Like he needs to be accountable for what he said and the lies that were told. Just like Don Lemon said, he was like, you know, you don't go on Good Morning America. Like if you're going to make these type of lies, you don't go on Good Morning America and do this softball interview with Robin Roberts. You got to sit down with somebody that's going to ask you the questions that we all want to know. Make it make sense. Where are the white people? Where are those two white men that you said did all these things? You did all the things possible in the history of hate crimes. They did everything that they've done, you know, over the years that people have done to different people in different hate crimes. They did them all to Jesse in one 60 seconds. Oh, and before, <clears throat> I don't want to hang on this too long, but we forgot to mention that the state's attorney released all of those text messages. Yep. And basically called him a washed up actor who lied to police. To lie to police. So and they knew. Then, and then also all the people, two people that were in her department that were associated with ethics, or they resigned. They did. And then she now has recused herself in another situation. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it's just messy as hell. Okay. And... Eesh. And speak, and then now R. Kelly is saying that he believes that he was not, he's not going to be able to get a fair trial, <laughs> right? Cause because in those same messages, she called him a pedophile, a pedophile. So there we go. So, and, and 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 both of what she said was true, right? I'm just trying to get to the fact that like, how did she get from that information, saying these type of things, to being like, oh, we're just going to drop all these charges? A favor. But speaking of favor. You want to talk about our exclusives? Because we've had a couple. Oh, we this do. Week. We've we had, had a couple. We had a couple of exclusives. The the, I guess the biggest one, which is really sad, is that um, John Singleton had a stroke. Yes. And um, you know, we immediately put it up and put it out there the night before everybody else ran it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really nice to see that you know we have because we have been hitting people with exclusive so much over and over and over. Um, people are um, doing what they need to do in terms of crediting us, and they are. They are. It's nice. Like I really, I will say that it's like good. I mean, it's like you it's have a, to fight for it. Years. Of fighting, but <laughs> at this point, emails. I know, but <laughs> <laughs> but now it's that felt good, and you know, hopefully he will pull through. Yeah, um, and um, f- 
from what I'm hearing is, is he's not in a good a good state right now. It's not you know he's still in the ICU, and um, he had multiple strokes from what I understand. Mm. So I I don't I hope that everything you know gets to where it needs to be, and you know it also reminds us too that life is short, and there's a lot going on. And moving from this exclusive to, um, to another exclusive, yeah, we can do the Real Housewives Valenta. Well, where are you going to go? Um, yeah, we were. Oh, okay. Um, we have two two different exclusives. One exclusive, um, you know, so I mean, we have so many exclusives. I'd be forgetting them. I know. It's just like <laughs> that's why I'm here. I'm like, hey, we got these exclusives. <laughs> <laughs> well, the exclusive information that we have is that King is coming back. Yep. Um, she is currently negotiating her return. Um, but we had already told you that um, last year. Mm-hmm. We said that Kenya and also Phaedra were very likely to return. And so King is coming back. Um, Shamari got demoted. Demoted. She's and a friend for next season. She was asked to come back as a friend. And we're not sure if she's going to come back in that capacity. Um, because, you know, once you get demoted, that's a big, like, yeah. do I still want to do this? You know the same probably because she's gonna have almost the same taping schedule, but for a pen- fraction of the pay, pennies on a dollar, and so that has happened. Um, and also, all the other ladies are expected to return in their associated capacities. And they almost let Eva go. Yep, they almost let Eva go. They've been on the fence about Eva for quite some time, even from the very beginning. Like they kind of like you know she was just like Eva is still kind of like she's been picking it up a little bit towards the end of the season but she's mm. been very boring she's not but she's bringing she's trying to bring because well, she doesn't have any like real relationships with any of the ladies so she can only yeah. comment on other people's situations she has yeah. nothing really of her own yeah but we now got, that she's married we don't care we got a glimpse of who she was when she read marlo oh for sure that's who the eva i know is <laughs> that's who she is i mean i've known eva for quite some time that's the eva that i know did you know when she was a lesbian in la as I marlo did. would like to say yes i did <laughs> I did <laughs> very much so when when I first became even before I was getting B, became B Scott I remember I would see her in the Abbey in the Hair Lounge all the time and oh. especially on Wednesday nights which was the <laughs> lesbian <laughs> nights <laughs> and I, we have it's a small circle in LA everybody yeah. knows everybody I just didn't I didn't like how she tried to make it seem like it's not a thing right it was definitely a thing a huge thing and she has a history, an extensive history. Well, well known, not a secret type of thing, and it does not do us, us, um, the LGBTQ community, any. Um, it does a, a disservice to have someone parlay with us like that and then pretend like it never happened. Mm. That was my issue too, and part of it. Yeah. And then, in addition to that, the issue that we had on Hair Battle Spectacular. The whole like hair changing thing. Yeah, well, she came to me and was trying to get me to change my hair because my hair was sitting and I was fucking fabulous. And she said that my hair was similar to her hair and, um, you know, tried to make production change my hair. And I said, no, if you want me to change my hair, I would go home. And so <laughs> my hair stayed the same. But it was weird because I interviewed Ava on my show and mm-hmm. all the stuff. It's kind of like when people get a little something. They get hosting something. They think they, you know, yeah. they feel themselves. Right. You know, she, I have a say here now. I have so a I'm say here. Exercise my right. Yeah, and I have a say here too. And I ain't changing my hair. What? I'm very much so that person. Yeah. Fuck this whole thing. I can go home. I told him I can go home right now. <laughs> it is totally fine. 
you know and so anyway so that's a part of the tea and then all the girls are coming back and then our second exclusive as far as Real Housewives of Atlanta is that um, Nene wants Phaedra to come back she's lobbying for her to come back and the only thing standing in Phaedra coming back to the show is Candy Mm. and Candy has said both publicly and privately that if uh, Phaedra comes back to the show she will leave the show so, which in essence means Phaedra's not coming Phaedra back. Ain't to coming show. back because Candy is an integral part of the show. Um, she tests really well, and she also had the three highest spinoffs yeah. um, in Real Housewives of Atlanta history. So there is no ain't no way, and and the reason why um, Nene is lobbying so hard for Phaedra to come back is because she's trying to make the argument. Well, since Kenya's coming back, why don't we bring back all the girls? Like she's trying to piss off. You know, she's trying to just be messy mm-hmm. and cause drama because she's upset that Kenya's coming back. Nene is furious that Kenya's coming back to the show. And she's serious because she knows that Kenya is good TV. She knows that Bravo knows she's good TV. And Bravo's also going to give her the check that she wants. Nina don't like nobody being paid anywhere near to what she's getting paid. She doesn't like, they don't, she don't like nobody taking away that focus of being a queen. When Kenya's on the show, she gives you very much so, I'm the queen of Housewives of Atlanta. And on that finale, when she walked in, they gave her very much so that. Mm-hmm. All the camera was on her. You know, it was a whole it thing. It was a deal. And let me tell you, Jessica's Kenya was super sweet and kind when she was pregnant. Does not mean she's not going to read Nene for <laughs> filth for those comments that she made about her being pregnant and her child. She called her child a water buffalo. What's she having? A buffalo? That's so rude. It's so rude. And how are you going to say that when you look like a buffalo? Right. No shade. Right. All the shade. Right. And then she said, and she also talked about Portia and her body. And when Portia was pregnant. Build well, like something about body in Nini is a very sensitive subject. Yes. And I think because she's sensitive about it, she projects that whenever she can. She tries to do like the Donald Trump thing. Very much so. Where like the issues they, she has, he puts on other people. Very much so. And that's what Nini does. But you can't, it's crazy to think that you're going to put that on Portia, who is known for her beautiful body and her beautiful her beauty in general. Right. Portia is a beautiful girl with a banging body. That body is on point. She did a little tweaks to mm-hmm. it, and that body is was, is hitting right. And then Kenya, who's you know already has a high risk pregnancy as it is, right? Like why would you even put that energy out there? But it goes just it, uh, it's all it frustrates me. Insecurity. <laughs> it just it's all it's, the words. it's insecurity to you know your position if I was in Nini's position I would be the most secure of all the housewives because I am the original and I'm funny and I can go with that she has turned off a lot of people just because she is so nasty even on that reunion it was just I'm unbothered and I don't care and you know why am I even here right because the check that you desperately need right that's why she's there Nini is on that show before the check she desperately needs Okay, she ain't, she ain't selling that much of swag that, you know, <laughs> that she don't need that Bravo check. That's the reality of the tea. Oh, swag. And then she had evidently, like, um, cracked, and when the producers lost one of their, their teeth yeah, and in her closet. Yeah, and went to the hospital, then there's a lot they didn't show. She, she, you know, one of them had scratches on his back. He, they must, she must have... Been like a buffalo. Buffalo in she that must, closet. She must. Absolutely. Have, she must have lost that. 
lost it. And then also, I would say this too. Why are you acting so crazy about your closet? Because you have put on about how this closet is this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. and about your house. And then if your house, if your closet is truly fabulous, why wouldn't you just let, let them film it? Right. Why not? And you have told them, she said she told them beforehand, I don't want them filming my closet. Well, that's going to make people want to film it even that much more. Why is it that you don't want this right. closet to be filmed? Well, it's because it's probably inconsistent with something you said or criticisms that where you've criticized somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's why, I mean, that's the only reason. It's kind of like with my house that I'm doing in West Hollywood. Like, why Why would I, if I'm going to invite the cameras over, right. you know, why would I want a certain area not to be, you know what I mean? Or her bedroom was filthy before taping, so she took all of her shit and, and just threw it, threw it, in, the it in the closet. Probably. <laughs> that is, that's some shit I would have done. That's some shit you would do. Yeah. But that's, I mean, it's also, that's the whole problem is to, like, be real. Right. Just be real just with your shit. Just be honest. Be honest with your stuff. Like, but that's the whole point with, you know, a lot of these shows and with Instagram and social media. The people are not being real. Real life is happening to everybody. Mm-hmm. There's some real shit going on to everybody. And you don't care if you're a celebrity or you're a regular person or whatever the case may be. Like, we all experience the same things. And, you know, she's pissed, you know, that King is coming back. And poor Phaedra, she... I'm sure she would love to be back on the show, but with Candy saying that if she comes back to the show, she won't will leave. Um, there's no hope. No, but you know what I do think is going to happen? What? I think they'll tape with Apollo when Probably. he gets out. Yeah, I definitely think they will. Or they'll just. I wonder if Candy will let her come back to the show if they pay Candy more money. Because Candy's mm-hmm. a business person. It has to be. Everyone has their price. True. That's true. You know. And also, it is interesting, too, how Candy got over Portia part of it, but not Phaedra's. Because they both told, I mean... But here's the thing, accountability. Yeah. I think Portia gave her the accountability. That she was looking for. I'm sorry. She said this to me. I spread it. I trusted her. I fucked up. Phaedra never did that. Phaedra, not only did she not do that in the correct way, you can't just make something up and run with it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a different level of intent. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where Candy, she's a very principle-driven person. Mm-hmm. You know, she perceives... And there was some very... I mean, there was some very strong, um, shocking, nasty allegations where you're saying that you're drugging and raping someone. Yeah. And her and Jamil were like this. I can't see what I'm doing, but you know what I'm doing. Mm. Kind of like how Phaedra said it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she did make for good TV. I, w- I won't ever take that away from her. She really did. Oh, I mean, she could read. She could read nasty too, honey. Mm. She could that was rehearsed a, or not. Rehearsed or not, it was. It was. She could give you a old nasty read for sure. Um, what else? What else do we need to talk about on this show? You know, there really isn't a lot going on outside of the same old, same old. I mean, Coachella kind of took everybody's thunder. They're still investigating Nipsey and the getaway driver. Well, Nipsey's getaway driver for that whole mm, situation. Situation. Adele and her husband split. Yeah. After seven years together, mm-hmm. and he's looking at like a hundred and eighty million dollar payout. Wow. Which is crazy. Arrest warrant was issued for Tierra Marie after Bellin on court appearance and her battle with Fifty Cent. Well, you know, I think that this is where Mona should just step in and front the thirty thousand dollars. And then let, you know, Tierra come to the show and film. You know what I mean? Like, this is... It doesn't have to be this way. Mm-hmm. At all. At all. And it's 50 Cent. Like, 
One of the, the I do want to talk about this say what now though. The say what now where the parents did not believe that the daughter's story of a creature was living in their room only to discover there was a possum in there. <laughs> and let me tell you something, love muffins, then go to lovebescott.com and find this post. It took me a good minute to spot that possum. Did it really? I saw it right yeah, away. Because I thought it was Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I really thought it was, and that's the scare. And then when I really noticed it, and that it is actually a possum, it's the scariest shit. So it had been there for days, days, three and you, days, and you would never forget it as a child. I don't think I would ever forget that my parents did not believe me that a possum, a nasty ass possum that carries disease, is in my room, living in the room, and the dog didn't do shit. Chilling. The dog was like, "Okay, <laughs> it's it's here." That possum looks like the devil. It looks evil. Does it? It looks demonic. Oh no, not like animals. So I'm like, mm. No, it looks and then that little pink nose set me off. It just <laughs> I said throw the he whole. He was chilling. He was chilling. No, throw the whole room away. But I don't know, like three days. Like where did it piss and where did it shit? Yes, and all, where did it eat? All through everything. It said it was eating dog food, so he oh, evidently yeah, yeah. would the come dog. out. Yeah. of the room, right, right, and, right, and throw the dog away too, <laughs> because the dog didn't make. Didn't bark at all. Did not make a no- noise or anything. Did not indicate there was some other creature in the house outside of itself mm. for three days. See, that's one thing about Kenzo. You might, you know, he's a little weird, but he'll bark at anything. Mm. Thank God. Ew, that was that. Just gave me all type of like yuck. All mm. type of yuck. And speaking of dogs and puppies and things, I could tell a woman caught on camera throwing away a whole bag full of puppies. Mm. in a dumpster then the police showed up to her house and found out that she had 38 dogs at the house that's why she getting rid of the puppies because she got 38 dogs around just but humping like, each 38, other what's a few more <sighs> she said I can't do this she said <laughs> I have 38 but these six now y'all gotta go <laughs> like y'all gotta get out of here it's just I, oh I, oh oh we did not talk about Russell Wilson becoming the highest paid athlete in the NFL with a $140 million contract mm. and that video of Sierra giggling on his shoulder in the bed. Mm. Epic. <laughs> Somebody check on future. For what? And then he turned For around what? and gave the linemen on his team $12,000 worth of stock apiece in Amazon. And it was such a beautiful note. He was like, you know, every week you guys put your lives on the line to protect me so let me return my investment in you I could, I could have given you a watch I could have given you a car but I want to invest in your futures and your family and something that your kids will have mm. and I was like that's beautiful oh my god touching my heart yeah. my soul yeah and people want to be critical of Russell but he's such a good guy he just so keeps too. like putting it on and on just, just when you think he can't get any better, better of a man there's like another layer of like goodness how I knew that he's a good man and the same thing that Sierra said in her song Greatest Love is that how she, he took on to her son as his own mm. that to me says a lot that a lot of people that kind of take on mm-hmm. that they you know kind of you know sorta ain't no sorta there that is like his son right and even when you like for example signing the contract he's there mm-hmm. right there in his lap you know front and center and I'm telling you that that is not the case in a lot of situations when it comes to stepchildren that you know people don't do that like they will somehow you know what I mean like it's just it's, it's, it's very rare that a person a man would come in and be so loving and accepting to another man's child agreed and that is beautiful in of itself. That made me be like, 
that's a good ass man right there. I don't care about the money he's making. I well, I do care about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the fact of taking somebody, you know, child and like, you know, and especially someone somebody's child has been so disrespectful. Ooh. Future is disrespectful as fuck. Mm. Not only, I mean, in future is going around giving gifts, all right. He's giving gifts of pregnancy and childbirth to any woman that would have him, basically. He has about six kids now. Mm. I think five or six kids. I think he's like, has welcomed two kids in the last six months. Wait, is Cardi B cussing out the shade room on Instagram right now? She's cussing out the shade room. What is about what happened now? I don't know. I'll watch it after. But she's going off. Did we talk about, um, I don't know if we did in the last episode, did we talk about Issa Rae's Insecure won't be back until 2020? We, 2020. Didn't. we didn't, but. So what in the hell? She's booked and busy. No, it's just something. I think there's something else to this. We need to get that tea. Because it ain't no way, by the time you come back in 2020, people will be going to forget about the show. <laughs> you mean tell me you're going to make us wait that long for some, like, 30 minute 30 episodes? Minute episode. You blink your eyes and the episode's done? But speaking of episodes and HBO, and I'm so excited, Game of Thrones Game is Thrones. back. Game of Thrones is back. And I want to say publicly again, shame on you, Denver. <laughs> you should be shamed. You are just not right with anything that is prudent and right in the world because you have not watched Game of Thrones. But I'm going to. It does not matter. <laughs> I'm very offended by it. Um, I wish that you could get the references that, you know, Game of Thrones and things. You don't get it. I don't. It's just not right. I'm sorry. You should be shamed. I am so sorry. And just like that's a key key moment. When you do watch it, shame. Remember that. Okay. Shame. Shame. All right. Shame. Okay. But so good. Yeah. And it's back. And I'm like, it reminds me of like, I don't get excited about TV at all. There's nothing mm-hmm. on television other than Game of Thrones that makes me this excited. A lot of people are excited, and, I, and I'm excited that people are excited. Like, you know, you have those people who are like, oh, I might be the only person who doesn't watch it, and that they feel like that makes them, like, special in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't feel that way. I just, I never picked up on it. I will watch it. I hear it's great. I hear great things about it. I do want to watch it. I just haven't had the time. Yeah. And I feel kind of left out, but yeah, that's okay. Yeah. It's cool. Is there anything else that we need to talk about that we feel like we haven't? Um... I mean, I really don't see anything. I've been going through the posts on lovebesky.com, and I don't see anything more that I feel like we need to add to. Um, I'm trying to figure out is there anything else that I was like something in my head that I need to say to the people. Somebody said something should be a say what now. Oh, Free Britney. Have you seen any of that? I know. Well, I did see her leaving with her boyfriend for the day. crazy. As hell. That's what shook me. Yeah. She She looked just like the Britney all those years ago mm-hmm. same Britney mm-hmm. she looked like she's about to make a run for it right. <laughs> she like she's about to like she looked like she left the building mm-hmm. but her boyfriend is fine as hell he speaks did you know that Mm-mm. he's talked to TMZ today talking about she's fine she's good and I thought it was very strange because you know he never talks ever yeah. but he did today but she loves him she probably said, I just want to well, see you. Well, know, team, they always put some man in her life for a few years, and then they rotate right. him out, and they get another one. You know, it's all, it's very weird. And I can't say that if she's actually being held against her will, as it's being reported, mm-hmm. but I will say that there is a lot of secrecy and a lot of handling of Britney Spears. Right. And on one side, I think the handling's keeping her alive. On the other side, I think it's like a prison. I don't necessarily know where I fall on what needs to happen, mm-hmm. but... It's definitely weird. Right. 
for sure. I agree. But I wish, you know, her nothing but the best, like I always have. And, you know, I thank God she's still here with us. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I hope she gets the help she needs. But I knew she wasn't on her meds when I saw those rehearsal videos and she was moving. She was moving. That's when I knew. She was rehearsing for Dominion. I was like, oh, sh- oh shit. Oh. And then they're like, she's not taking her meds. Like, there um, we go. Mm-hmm. That explains it. Because she's she was she's moving. In, she's in it. She's in yeah, it. Yeah, she's present. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just so sad. Yeah. I mean, because Britney was a whole situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, the <laughs> that okay. I would never forget that MTV movie ever. I mean, not movie, but MTV awards. Video music awards. Yeah, a performance. It was iconic. I mean, it's a very iconic <laughs> moment. And then you know things went left. Yeah, as it can for anybody in any moment. So yeah. you just gotta enjoy it while you can. And only by the grace of God, you know, we gotta enjoy life. That's why things keep reminding me between people like leaving this earth. Or just negative shit happening to people, or whatever the case may be, you got to enjoy life. Mm-hmm. It is very important to like just don't be holding off to do certain things, you know, for the future because the future may never come. Hello, that's the real talk. And what I've learned too is that the way that I think something's going to happen is never going to happen that way. It never. Just go ahead and give it up. Like I, I have my whole career, my whole life, think that I will certain things. Like if I do this, I get this. this step to this step no. to this step. No, the universe is like I did this step and then all this other shit happened. You gonna slide to the left? <laughs> slide, slide to the I'm right. I'm just gonna slide off. I'm just gonna slide <laughs> just off. Yeah, just off of anything that I was perceiving to happen. But love muffins, I guess that's it. I don't know. If there's anything else that we need to talk about. I think I we mean, went I'm through looking. all the greatest hits I'm of people. Looking. And stuff that I did see that the girls of 3LW were going back and forth. I was looking at that. They were um, basically shading each other. They're still going back to this KFC where some with um, <laughs> the tour got hit with some mashed chicken. potatoes or something. Something like all those years ago, and then I guess the Keely, right? Is that how you mm-hmm. say her name? She said that why are you still lying? She was making up new lies. Making up new lies. She was basically like, you are a successful actress. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And I I, I don't disagree with Keely, but what I do disagree with is that the fact that she recorded the video, it made it a thing. Mm -hmm. Like, we wouldn't have run any story about Notori Naughton retelling why 3OW, she got kicked out of the group. We would have never done that. But the the fact that Keely decided to blow up her spot, now it's a story. Yeah, and she just had a baby. And just yeah, take care of your fun. baby, you know. And I, I think, from what I understand, she has her husband's pretty well off, or something like that. Oh. Um, so I'm like, just live your just, life. Yeah, let stay, her stay over there. Even if she's telling a lie, whatever, let those lies catch up with her on their own, because lies will catch up with you. Right. And but, the karma you put out will be will kind of be caught up to you right. as well. But if I were Keely, I would have gone over to the real with Adrian mm-hmm. and had a real talk, invited her to come on, mm-hmm. and if she wanted to come on, you could hash it out. Because her the and real. Adrian are still cool, right? And if not, then her and Adrian can just go on the reel on a platform mm-hmm. and share their story. Because the, the, she did stop by Natari or whatever. Natari. She stopped by the reel. Did she? Yeah. At yeah. some point, she did. I mean, she was. Oh, I think she did for like hours. Yeah, like and they that. and they talked. Yeah. It was like a thing, but it wasn't a confrontation. Right. But they that actually would be good TV. It would be great TV. All three of them together talking, talking about, about what, what really happened and which perspective and how you felt and yeah. this down the third and yeah. And if there are hands that need to be put in people's lives, yeah, do that at that time. Basically, yeah, snatch her up. That's how I feel right there. Like I mean, some I, I am still. It comes a point. Sometimes words are not enough. <laughs> 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 I have I've changed a lot and stuff, but I, I do know it's the comes a point where words just do not do. Some people just don't the, receive them. Don't receive them. 
But if you if certain situations do call for you to receive some hands right. in your life, right. you know, let them fly. Let them fly. Let's do it. I've been working in the gym too. You know, <laughs> it's be extra. You know, added cardio. Okay, oh, love muffins. Okay. We have talked enough. We have went through all the stuff, all our exclusives, right? The John we Singleton, did John Singleton, the Atlanta two Housewives exclusive. I have a couple of other exclusives that Wendy that I feel like I could drop, but we're gonna wait. I think we uh, yeah need, we're gonna they need wait. They need to cook. Need to cook more days. Need to cook a little bit more. You know, but the thing about me was like we have them. And, you know, sometimes we just want to wait for another piece of additional information to go with it, mm-hmm. or to cross check it a little bit more because we have integrity. We do have that, and th- and everyone can say that. What Mariah say? She's like, she said, everyone can have that. Back to the Billboard number one, Hot one hundred number one <laughs> that you have to your credit. Not everybody has that. <laughs> not everybody has that. Yeah, oh, so I'm saying not like everyone that. has integrity. Everybody has that to their you know. credit. But anyway, love muffins. Thank you so much for listening to us. Um, we love you. We adore you. Um, please go rate and review our podcast. We also have a really oh, this is one thing I want to talk about. There was a um, a, a love muffin what? that asked me about my book. There was a book, oh, yeah. and he was like, "Oh, what happened to your book situation?" You know, he actually is a, a specific episode where I talked about the book and the outline being. Didn't finished. he link it? Yes. <laughs> So it was a specific episode of the podcast where I talked about the um, the book and everything. To make a long story short, things got changed and rearranged, and the direction that they wanted me to go, I wasn't quite on conf- board with. I wasn't on board with it. You know, I, I did not want um, my gender identity to be front and center of what I was doing in a way, and th- I think that needed to at that time when the book was happening. Um, you know that was a good, a big talking. Point. It was a buzz. It was a buzz in general, in conversation, in popular culture, and I just didn't want to continue to that narrative and being on that bandwagon to be who B Scott is, right. because B Scott is and has always been so much more than my gender identity, my sexuality. You know my race. That all those things do contribute to who I am. Don't get me wrong, but I have talent, and I have other things that I've worked really hard over my career that I want to talk about and put out there. And it was just, yeah, I didn't want to be a part of that agenda. Mm. So I just got off the bandwagon. I said, Screw, you can let me out right here. It's okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, that's a part of walking in your purpose when you know that even though it's a major opportunity, you have to be strong enough to say, okay, this ain't for me. Right. Not right now. At least not right now. And so I will do a book at some point, but not that book they wanted me to do. And on that note, Love Muffins, thank you so much for listening to podcasts. Please rate and review. And as always, you can always find us on lovebscott.com. Double kisses. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to The B. Scott Show. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Love B. Scott. And make sure you review the show on iTunes. And you can always find me on lovebscott.com.